Hello again, everyone. Welcome to the Hire My VA Team and Business Building Podcast, where we help you to reclaim your freedom through hiring and thriving with virtual assistants without breaking the most important break, break <laughs> without breaking the most important bank, your bank. I can't even say that again. Um, folks, I'm Dave Braun, and I'm here with my partner, great friend, Larry Broughton. Hello, hey, Larry, David. Doing? Awesome. I'm doing great. Yeah. Good to see you again. You hey, too, buddy. you know what we've got this time? We've got another interview. We're getting great response from the last one. Yeah. I think we're going to be doing more of these. Yeah. And it's, and it's fun too. So this yeah. one is with Melanie Adcock of Adcock yeah. Creative. And she has a great um, web design agency in the, um, I think it's in the um, Atlanta area, right. not Atlanta, Georgia area. And um, so she- in Georgia. Yeah, she went through our program. Yeah, it is, isn't it? <laughs> Somewhere in Atlanta, Georgia, wherever. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, uh, this is so much fun. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> no, right. Anyway, she um, went through the program. Yeah, she did. Um, and um, she's actually in our community now and helping yeah. out. She's been on some of our calls and um, giving some great advice. Yep. But um, we did an interview with her a while ago and um, she has some really great insights. Yes. Um, there's a couple of them as, as a preview of coming attractions. One of the things that she did is that, and she tells us how to actually, um, she uses free tools to manage her VA. Yeah. yeah. And how she kind of how she does that in some pretty good detail. Yeah. I don't want to gloss over this, Dave. You kind of skipped right over it, but uh, I believe that one of the most valuable elements of this program is the community and the, the regular calls yeah. that we do with members of the community where they can, Why'd you laugh at me at that? No, no, no. I was just thinking of the regular calls. I'm like, you know, the next call that we on, I think I need a geography lesson or something. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah. We'll That's start doing a little test. But we do the regular calls where people can ask questions. We can interact with each other live with each other and then they get recorded. And if you're new to the program, you may not have found those yet, but the, we do have all of the, the past uh, um, community calls recorded and they're great learning opportunities. And Melanie has participated in those and had some great tidbits just like I can think of a handful of people that are just regular contributors to those. And yeah. so take advantage of that resource as part of this program. Yeah. We are dedicated to helping people be, not just become great employers of VAs, but being great yeah. entrepreneurs, just one more tool to help you out. And what's so important is while, you know, it's our program and we guide everybody through it, which is great, but sometimes just hearing it in somebody else's voice right. and seeing their success That's right. really makes a big difference. Um, yeah, inspire to you. Like you. I can do yeah. it too. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Right. So yeah. yeah, she talked about the free tools, but then there was something else that she talked about that was just, I mean, like you said, we're in the, uh, in the past, uh, one of our pro, uh, podcasts, we're in the midst of the pandemic and what happened at the beginning of the pandemic to some of her clients by having a VA she was able to respond to them and meet their needs. If she didn't have That's a right. VA, there was no way. Right. And, and so it allowed her to respond in a very unique time in a unique way. Yeah. And, um, and we're going to hear about that in a sec. Yeah. All well, right. Let's just, let's just jump in and take a listen to uh, this next interview with Melanie. All right, folks, here's Melanie. We'll see you on the other side. Well, Melanie, it's great to see you again. And uh, Melanie Adcock is an agency owner who brings her artistic skill and web development background together to help small businesses and nonprofits. She began her digital consulting career in 2010 and is now co-owner of Adcock Creative. She is especially known for creating beautiful church websites, providing 
excellent support to her clients and being a creative problem solver. And we're going to talk about um, how Melanie has excelled with virtual assistants, but um, I've known Melanie for a few years now. We're part of a mastermind group led by Nathan Ingram. It's called Advance. And we met together um, in Atlanta at uh, one of the word camps, right? Mm -hmm. exactly. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So it was great to actually see you there in person. <laughs> All right. So let's get going and talk about virtual assistants because that's what our audience wants to hear about. So how long have you had a virtual assistant to help you? I hired my first one in April of 2018 after you telling me for over a year I needed one. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's my fault. <laughs> All right, so that was, you said, April 2018, and so it's mm -hmm. been been two years now. Two years. Mm -hmm. Okay, very cool. And uh, what was your work and your life like before you hired somebody? Insane. Crazy. Um, I was working 14 to 16 hour days. Uh, vacations, I had to work during vacations because I had nobody else to do the work. Um, and I have weekly work that I do with all my churches. You know, there's events, there's sermons, there's things that have to be posted all the time. Um, uh, at one point I had 14 projects and it was just me. Oh. So, um, obviously I waited too long, uh, to hire somebody. Well, but the important thing is that you did, right? Yes, I did. So given all of those things that you were going through with all those projects, you said 14 projects and. 14 to 16 hour days and all that. And we had been talking about um, virtual assistants for a while, having you hire somebody like we said, but what was it that really made you pull the trigger um, to do it? Well, I knew, I mean, I could only do so much. And if I wanted to be able to take a day off, go on vacation um, and not worry about leaving the work behind. Um, and I knew I needed to hand off a lot of the repetitive tasks that I was doing. Um, and I just, I wanted more free time. And the only way I was going to do that is to have somebody else do the work. And uh, I don't know why I hesitated so long. Probably, I think it had more of a trust issue thing. But, uh, um, and then you have that little, you know, superhero syndrome that you're going to, you know, swoop in and <laughs> save the day. You know, so, um, but I, I really knew that if I wanted to grow my business, I had to have more bandwidth. And the only way to do that was to hire help. Okay. So you, you, it sounds like it was just a combination of factors. And it was like, oh, I've heard about this so long. I just got to jump in and try <laughs> it. Right? Exactly. Now, um, you mentioned the trust issue. Let's just jump into that. Okay. Um, so, so you mentioned two things, the trust issue and the superhero syndrome or the hero yep. syndrome. We can talk about both of those, but on the trust issue, tell me a little bit more of um, what you mean by that. Well, you know, oh, do I hand over access to all my stuff to somebody I don't really know? Now, do I? Nope, I still don't. Mm -hmm. um, uh, they log into websites through Manage WP because I can you know, add a collaborator. So I don't give out passwords. Okay. I don't even give out serial numbers. Um, I have a base site that has all my serial numbers and everything installed. And then when I needed a dev site, I spin up a copy. There's a few plugins that I have to manually go in and put the, the serial number in again. But 
yeah, he, my VA doesn't have access to my serial numbers. And I still, I know there are some people that, that give that information out. I just, my husband doesn't even have my serial numbers. So, you know, it's, it's <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to have to deal with having to go back and relicense, you know, cancel a license number and relicense, you know, 80 sites. Um, and I've known people that have had to do that with, uh, with VAs that, you know, posted their serial numbers, you know, at, out of spite and things like that. But, uh, um, there's ways around not giving them that information. If I have to share a password, I use LastPass and I can give them, you know, temporary access to something without giving them the keys to the kingdom. Okay. Okay. Well, that's good. And that, and that's fair. And that um, was probably my biggest stumbling block before hiring a VA was I didn't want to have to give them access. Yeah. Yeah. And then that, that is a really big issue when it comes to just hiring any team member or employee mm -hmm. is, I mean, how much do you trust them? It's if, if your company grows big enough, you're going to have to hire somebody that's head of it. Mm -hmm. Well, if you hire the wrong person that's head of it, they can, you know, they can really get you. So it's, it's, so it really starts with hiring the right the right people. And, mm -hmm. um, so far I've gone through a few, had several, several of them. And, you know, the good thing is, is that when you hire right and you screen right and, um, talk to them, you get a pretty good sense that they're going to be, you know, honest and trustworthy. And there's things that happen along the way that you can really tell that or not. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm on my third VA, but my first, my first two VAs, um, uh, Maybe I'm on my fourth one. I can't remember. I remember one of them, um, my very first one, you know, I helped him find another job. And then, because uh, he just wasn't working out, but I knew somebody that needed a part-time person. And then the one I just had, I actually last year hired, a, um, had social, shoulder surgery. So I hired, um, I had let one go because he was actually subcon, he started subcontracting my work. It was mm -hmm. very obvious. It went from being perfect to being like completely wrong. And it was obvious that he wasn't doing the work. And so I had to let him go. And um, I, it was close to the holidays. So I hadn't, I didn't want to hire during that time. And, and then I needed shoulder surgery. So I did hire somebody and I hired a developer thinking I really needed a developer. Um, and she was great. But when it, we started doing work, it was obvious that I needed somebody with design skills and she had none um and she was great at building stuff but uh she had like no aesthetic uh training at all and you know i even offered but she just she just didn't have the gift of design um but i'm like i really needed that that was my biggest time suck is do designing stuff because i'm a perfectionist and it was becoming an issue that it would take me too long to design things. Um, I needed to step away and not be so emotionally involved in it. And I'm like, so I really needed a designer. So um, after about towards the end of this last year, um, I knew somebody that really needed a developer and her skill set fit him very well. And I told her, I said, I really need somebody with design skills, um, but this person needs somebody exactly like you. 
And so I introduced them and she went to work for them. And then I was able to hire my current VA um, who's got excellent design skills. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, there's a, there's a couple of key things in there that you said. One is like your fourth VA. And sometimes when you're in the midst of like you were, you're just inundated and you just like need help and you can make a, um, and that person may be right for you at the time, but it can be a little bit of a process to figure out who you really need. And as your business changes and grows or shrinks or however, you may need to have a different type of a person at that point. And um, um, yeah, I've gone through um, several myself and just for various reasons. Um, and you talk about, um, I think the term is ghosting where you had a VA have somebody <laughs> else uh, do the work. Yeah. And that mm -hmm. happens here in the, the U S it, it happens all the time, especially with remote work because mm -hmm. um, you don't actually know all the time if the person is doing the work. Now, um, I think you and I have been talking about that. There's, there's definitely a lot of good ways to figure that out. And mm -hmm. like you said, it may not be obvious at first, but it will get obvious pretty soon because like you said, one of the great ways to figure that out is what happens with the quality of the work. Yeah, he was doing this. It was the same. Like I said, I have repetitive tasks each week with my churches. One of them is putting on Mondays is putting in, uh, Sunday's messages, the sermon series, you know, the sermon, the video, the audio, the notes and things like that. And uh, I mean, he did it perfect for six months. And then the seventh month, it was like insanely wrong. I mean, it wasn't just a few mistakes. It was like, this person had never seen this system before. Oh my God. And um, so for two weeks, I was having to spend my evenings going back in and fixing. Then I had to go back and start checking everything. And I called him on it and then it was obvious. I mean, he lied. It was obvious he wasn't doing the work. Um, and the thing is, all he would have had to do, do was share the video tutorials library that we had for that person to do it right. So, um, and it was obvious that was, it wasn't him. Well, he, he's obviously not a very good uh, manager. That's for sure. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, um, you know, that hiring of a virtual assistant and having them work for you is, um, you know, anytime you hire a team member, um, it could be, I mean, there's always stuff that goes on. I mean, mm -hmm. I've told mul multiple stories about how like my wife had, um, she had her executive assistant and her executive assistant was at, um, the Las Vegas shooting here a couple of years ago she was suffering from PTS and I just, it's like, and that's just kind of the nature of the game. But the thing is, and, and let, we have to, as business owners, we have to be willing to go through that mm -hmm. if we want to grow, if we want to go above and beyond where we're currently at. Um, it's not, it's not all roses, right? Nothing yeah. is all um, bunnies, rainbows and, <laughs> and roses. And it's up to us as the owners, we just have to be vigilant, right? And watch. So, um, and then we talked about, you had mentioned the hero or the superhero <laughs> syndrome, right? Yeah. I think we all face that to a, a certain degree where we want to be the heroes for our customers. So tell me how that was hurting you or, um, and helping you in, um, in your business. That's one of the things I still have to catch myself. I have like two big retainer clients, um, and, uh, they pay me very, very well. 
there are two large churches. One's a church network of 13 campuses, and one is um, a, lar a large church with two campuses. And uh, so one of them is very respectful of my time. And, you know, they will only contact me after hours if it's like some type of emergency. Um, but the other one, um, I mean, they'll post an email at, um, on Trello. They'll post a task on Trello at 11 p.m. and wonder why I haven't done it, you know. Oh, oh. Um, yeah. And uh, so we're, we're, we're still retraining them. And, you know, I mean, I've worked for them for 10 years. So it's like, well, are you crazy? It's a, and they'll text me, you know, they have my phone number. So they, they'll text me. Well, I, I learned, you know, I, I have my phone on do not disturb starting at 9 PM. <laughs> and I told them that, well, well, we texted you to see if you got that. Well, you know, it was 9 PM and I have it on do not disturb. Well, why do you do that? I said, because you text me after 9 PM. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, it's not, it may be critical to you, but, you know, the earth, you know, it's not going to stop moving because something's not posted to the website. Your lack of planning is not my emergency is what I tell them. So oh, yeah, that's great. Your lack of planning mm -hmm. is not my emergency. And sometimes yeah. I think, sometimes I think our clients are um, in a certain ways like teenagers, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> And, well, my old clients, my ones I've had for like 10 years, the ones I had early on, they were so used to getting an immediate reply from me from email that if mm. I didn't answer them in like 10 minutes, they'd send up a follow-up email. And that's been a re-education process over the past couple of years since I got a VA that said, look, you know, I have somebody here that helps me and your task is going to them. So um, so now as, as the tasks come in and, um, and I sign them out to my VA, you know, I'll just reply, uh, we've got, you know, we've got your request, um, and it's been placed on the job board. I just have, I use text expander. So I just type in a code and, and it, it pops up the email out and I send it so I can, I'm becoming, now I'm more of a project and management than I am actually doing a lot of the work, um, yeah. which, yeah. Which is nice. I mean, if it's something that's that's really, really, really important, then and it comes in late. I'm I'm up early. I'll the first thing I drink coffee and kind of go through my inbox. And and if it's something that needs to be done right away, then I can just shoot it over to my VA. And I mean, he starts work at at 5 a.m. So um, by the time I get to my computer, it's usually done. And that's, uh, that's one of the things is our, um, as we hire a VA, our role changes, mm -hmm. right? We go from, if it's our first time, we go from solopreneur, we go from the person wearing the, you know, from the e-myth, we go from the person wearing the, um, uh, what do they call them? The manager, the technician, and the entrepreneur. We wear all those hats. And then once mm -hmm. we have a VA, the manager levels has to start coming up in us right and the technician goes down a little bit mm -hmm. and it's up to us how much that how much we do that right um all right well that's um uh, very cool um so let's go to the hiring process a little bit when you mm -hmm. um, went and hired your um virtual assistants the different times tell us how that went for you say um a couple of things that you think went really well and then maybe something that you think could be improved upon 
Well, I, that process completely intimidated me, but <laughs> I went through your course, um, Hire My VA, and, and you had all the resources, and, and this is how you do it, and you had examples. So I had that framework to go by, and so what I did um, is I wrote up a job description, and, uh, and at the bottom of the job description, I put in an Easter egg, you know, to apply for this position, start the subject of the reply with, you know, this. And that way you could just weed out the people who mm -hmm. are just applying willy nilly. Um, and uh, so I was very specific and, uh, but I didn't, I, I wasn't asking for the world. Um, I learned that at the more, as I've gone down the process and hired um, a, in the next one, I've got to be, you know, I'm not looking for the unicorn that can do everything. Um, this last one is I really wanted somebody with really good design skills that knew Beaver Builder, Gravity Forms, and the, the plug-in set that, and Beaver Themer. I needed okay. somebody who could do those things. Um, everything, I know that other things can be taught. I really don't need them to be able to write PHP um, because honestly, I don't, I don't do it too much. And if I need it done, I can do it myself. So um, uh, mostly I just needed hands that could build and hands that could design. Mm -hmm. And, um, and just having that listing that. And then uh, I, as I read, I needed somebody obviously was pretty good at English since I hired from the Philippines. Um, so I kind of went through the, the first time I posted, I got like 96 responses in one day. I mm -hmm. mean, it was like insane. Yeah. Um, and the last time I was, I think I got like 40 something and I went through and you re read through their, their application and kind of got it down to like five that I offered, uh, a zoom interview with. And then, um, when I talked, I talked to them and then I narrowed it down to two. Um, and then you get, um, you, you know, you make your, you make your choice and kind of, kind of go with your gut feeling. Um, and then I did, a, you know, a test. I want you to uh, replicate the site, you know, this homepage in Beaver Builder, and I'm going to give you, you know, X number of hours to do it. You may or may not get done. That is not important. I want to see, you know, how you do it, what choices mm -hmm. you make, and just give them the assets and, and let them let them go. Um, and then, you know, then, you know, hire them on a trial basis. And, and so I learned all that from you. And it just made now now it doesn't intimidate me at all. Um, so having having somebody kind of guide you through the process and give you examples. And I had a I have a little contract, you know, it's not legally binding to somebody in the Philippines, but this is what I accept, expect. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, here's what I'm going to offer and, and so on. And, and, uh, um, it's worked out really well. Awesome. You know, um, and that, the process that you described works well and we've refined it since then. Mm -hmm. Like one of the big things that we've done is what I've did the last time is, um, having them, you know, giving them a task, recording myself on a video, giving them a task and have them record the a video of themselves walking through doing it and the solution. Oh, that's even better. Yes. Yeah. So, so then without even having to 
So first of all, you're seeing if they're going to jump through another hoop. Then the second thing is you're going to get an idea of how they communicate. And then the third mm -hmm. thing is you're going to get an idea of how they can, uh, you know, problem solve. Mm -hmm. But here's what I found out in doing that um, is that <laughs> it works. It's really good. But when you talk to somebody live versus when they are recording something, it's mm -hmm. very different. It's it, for some folks, it's very different. Um, and, yeah, and I think part of that is, and that's one of the things we teach is when you interview people, how do you try to put them at ease and, and all that, mm -hmm. have the right person come through because, um, you know, talking to us can, for them can be pretty, um, intimidating mm -hmm. and they're thinking, oh, I need to, I want to get this job. I want to feed my family, the way we teach and how to write the job descriptions and, and putting mm -hmm. the really critical things in there that set us above other people mm -hmm. um they really want the job they really do and so it's it's and and so we're always and that's the thing about um seeing how we all do this together as a community we continue to improve how we do things mm -hmm. definitely do um so about managing your va so we've got um in hire my va we have the prepare section we have the higher section and we have the thrive section, right? So let's get a bit, a little bit into the thrive section. How do you manage your VA? I mean, how often do you actually meet? Obviously it's virtually. Um, how often do you, are you guys chatting? Um, that kind of a thing. How often does well, we, that happen? We chat every day. We use Slack. Um, okay. So uh, we, we chat back and forth with Slack. Um, both of us use Loom videos. Um, okay. That is like, it's so much easier to explain a task in a video mm -hmm. than it is to write it all out. Um, so I'll just kind of explain what we're doing. And then um, sometimes we'll jump on a quick call and we'll, we'll have a one-on-one, -on -one. but because we both use loom back and forth um, and, you know, I, he can, he can do it and say, look, I'm not, I don't understand is this what you mean or what, um, uh, it works great. And we use Trello for project management. Um, so I actually have a VA board and, uh, um, you know, he knows the things at the top are top priority. And if I, if something comes in that needs to be done right away, um, you know, I just ping him on Slack and say, Hey, I just added a task. Um, can you pause what you're doing and, and jump in on that? I've, I've done that twice today. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. Um, all right. So that's cool. So, um, so the tools that you're using are basically Trello and Slack and Loom. Mm -hmm. And then yes. of course, when you guys get together, if you need to get on a conference call, you use, use Zoom, right? Zoom. Yes. Okay. Very good. Um, so think about, let's, let's talk about how your life is like right now. In other words, what's the real difference you think having a virtual assistant um, does for you? Well, Pre pre COVID nineteen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, um, yeah. This this will well, this will pass. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, prior to the last two weeks, um, you know, I I finished around five, and and you know, which which was unheard of. In fact, it felt so strange to not be working. You know, late in the evening, and uh, but I've been doing some late work late working in the evening, but working on my stuff um, that I uh, I want to complete. And, uh, so it's, it's really, I, I can take a vacation now and then everything that comes in just goes to my VA. 
Um, I'm still project managing a little bit um, because I still kind of can't let go of that part, but um, I probably <laughs> will this year um, with, with hopefully a little bit of downtime here in the next couple of weeks um, uh, after Easter, since I have a lot of churches and we're all trying to figure out what they're going to do for Easter. Um, but yeah, in the past two weeks, it's been insane. Um, I'm helping the little churches who weren't, weren't prepared to go virtual. Um, my big churches who had to move everything virtual. And uh, so I've kind of taken over doing all the church stuff, and, but my VA is doing everything else. Okay. And so I could have not done that without having a VA. Um, so everything that comes in that he can do, he's doing. And then I'm kind of, uh, I'm stuck with, well, my two big churches were really um, taking most of my time this week. And so, uh, that's, I could not have done that. I mean, I would have probably been working till 2 a.m. every day and up at six if it wasn't having a, a VA the last two weeks. So it's, so it's, it, it's one thing, you know, you think in, the, in normal times, the VA helps you kind of keep a normal schedule. But then the other thing, too, is having somebody on your team like that helps you to be able to respond to emergencies. Exactly. So you, so really what it does, and I think Nathan had talked about this and, and I've heard it from my pastors too. It's, it's something that we really all seek and it's, and a lot of times it's, you know, it's, it's enveloped in the word freedom, but it really a better word in a lot of ways is margin, mm-hmm. right? Margin, allowing us to be able to respond to emergencies, to respond to the fact that um, there's the COVID-19 or the fact that I got to get my shoulder surgery done like you had or, mm-hmm. or, um, or just, oh my gosh, there's a, not an emergency, but hey, there's, once COVID-19 is done, hey, there's a cruise mm-hmm. that we want to go on for a few days. You can do things mm-hmm. like that when you've got some backup on your team. Otherwise, I mean, you really can't. So what I know. Would we, be- we were, yeah, we were, we were scrambling last week. Um, you know, it's all the church sites putting notices up because it, um, and setting up, uh, gravity forms for churches that didn't have online giving. And, and, uh, I mean, oh, yeah. we were, we had, we had a lot of little churches that, you know, of course, when, when I built their website, I'm like, Hey, you really need to do online giving. Oh, we'll get, we'll get around to that. Well, mm. you know, they got around to it very quickly last week. Um, and they weren't set up to do anything as far as live streaming. So um, while my VA did the work, I just set and, and wrote up a, um, uh, an email on, okay, here's the basics of how you do this through mm-hmm. YouTube and Facebook. Mm-hmm. And here's how you can do it. And uh, sent that out to them and then giving them the information for the, the emergency, the stimulus package emergency for nonprofits. Yeah. Uh, sending that to them because they didn't realize that they were eligible for that. And, uh, and you know, it's really having that person doing the work has given me the freedom to actually, actually interact more with my clients mm. and help them um, and say, Hey, you know, you can do this and, and reach reached out to the majority of my clients this week. And, and I know lo- some people are worried about, um, not having work come in, but if you've got those existing clients, and of course, Nathan taught us well, and we have recurring revenue, 
yeah, with website yeah. care plans right. that I don't have to worry about um, uh, my income. I mean, I definitely, we, we live on that. So um, uh, I, even if we lost everything else and had no work coming in, we have enough money coming in to cover our bills. And, and I was already able to reassure my VA um, that, you know, as you can see, we're busy. And now I, I'm showing my value to my customers and clients and saying, hey, we're here for you. And, you know, we, what we did, but anything that's COVID-19 related, you know, we're not limiting on the amount of updates we're doing. We're not limiting to, you know, four small tasks a month or, or any time limits you know, we're going to be here, we're going to do it. And uh, so it's worked out well. And I couldn't have done it without having a VA. So having a VA helps you actually to um, improve your brand uh, Mm -hmm. recognition in the eyes of your clients. It helps you to um, wow them, so to speak, right? Exactly. And I just launched a little tiny church website and they have 40 members in their church, brand new church. We launched about two weeks before this all hit and they were one uh, another one that said you know we need to do online giving oh we'll set that up later well we got on a zoom call last week i walked them through setting up stripe okay fill this out fill this out here's how you add me as a team member so i can finish setting it up and so within an hour we had uh, a gravity form set up connect to stripe and they could start taking um uh online online giving and uh then you know did the training on how they can update the website and they, they are i mean they'll be a customer for a long time because yeah. i've taken time to do that um and and sent them information to say hey look you know i know you only have like three paid people from your church but here you know you you qualify for this um this uh, emergency loan and uh, you qualify for this and, and they had no idea. So, uh, you know, I, they'll recommend to me. um, And that's, I get all my work by referral. So my clients are my, you know, my business card bill. It'll definitely lead to more work. Fantastic. And there's so many benefits in having a VA. So what would be your biggest advice? We're going to close up here in a couple of minutes, but what would be your biggest advice to someone considering hiring a VA? Don't wait. Just, a, I mean, I waited. I waited 18 months too long to okay. do it. And it was all based on the trust issue. Um, and uh, because I use Managed WP, that, I mean, that became a non-issue. And once I realized, like, oh, wow, I can get them to log in. And, and they log into Managed WP and they, I can delegate access. And what I did at the beginning is I only gave them access to the sites that they were mm-hmm. working on. Right. And then after uh, 30 days, when it proved that, you know, they weren't a flake or anything like that, and they could yeah. actually do the work. And then I um, gave them access to all the sites. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it was, I shouldn't have waited as long as I did. And uh, I kept thinking, well, I had to be all organized before I hire a VA. I had to have my project management system down. I had to have all my processes done. Um, and if you're thinking about doing it, the, the time now is, you know, get Loom, get the Loom um, Chrome extension and start recording everything that you do yeah. right now. 
and then you're going to be ready. I still do that if it's something my VA hasn't done yet. I just record a Loom video and I have them all organized in folders and uh, I can just share it the first time I give it to him. And then I have a column on his Trello board that I post uh, with the website. I have a card for each website and then the links of those videos that are specific to that website go there. If it's about Series Engine, which is what my sermon system, I have a card there for Series Engine that has all the links of all the steps of Series Engine. Awesome. And so um, if he forgets, he has the resources right there. Yeah, and that's perfect. And, you know, and one of the things about recording stuff, I am glad you brought that up, is don't wait, just start <clears throat> start recording. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, it doesn't have to be perfect either. If your yeah. recording gets... 75% of the way there and you can then only spend five minutes at, you know, filling in the gaps. That's better than mm -hmm. spending a whole hour. Right. Exactly. So that would you be, know, a, so, yeah, a picture's worth a thousand words, a video's worth 10,000, you know, and yeah. that's, I use, I use loom probably a hundred times a day, I think. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, we, we highly, highly recommend it to everybody. It's, it's amazing. Okay, well, we talked about how to get uh, VA to thrive. That's one of the best things to do. You got it there. So I think we're done. Um, mm -hmm. Before we go, I don't know if you have any questions you want to ask me. <laughs> while we're I have, well, I have one more thing um, on the yeah. thrive part. Is, okay. You know, don't, don't, don't hire, don't try to make your VA, don't be the square, trying to force a square peg in a round hole. Mm -hmm. I mean, I knew that my developer, I liked her a lot. She was great following directions and she was great at building things, but I really needed a designer because that was my biggest time suck. And um, I, was, I, was have, I was paying her a developer rate, but she really wasn't doing developing. She was building. Mm -hmm. And I could have I had a, a designer, which I, I have now, um, at a lot less. Pay, pay per week um, mm -hmm. uh, than a full-on PHP developer. So uh, um, I couldn't force her into a designer role because she just didn't have the skills for that. Uh, and, but I didn't feel bad because I helped her, I helped her find another job. I just yeah. didn't want to say, hey, you know, I decided I don't need you anymore. So uh, he's my, my current guy. He's really, really happy. I'm supporting his family. He's got, you know, a wife and children. And he was really worried about this being, you know, that I was going to have to let him go. And I'm like, uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but you, you've got to find the right person for the job and then you're both going to thrive. Yeah, that's a great, great point. And the other thing you brought up is that, I mean, you've helped other people get VAs and, um, and so that's, that's being part of the community. And that's what we do is we help other people. If there's somebody not right for you, they might be somebody um, right for somebody else. So it's important okay. to be involved in a community and our hire might be a community. Okay. Anything else you want to mention? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, awesome. Well, give yourself a plug tell the listeners where they can find a little bit more information about you or if they wanted to contact you. Well, I'm on Twitter, Melanie G. Adcock. Um, A-D-C-O-C-K, uh, adcockcreative.com, um, and melanie at adcockcreative.com. Well, if I can answer anybody's questions about hiring, I'd be glad to. 
All right. Well, thank you, Melanie. It has been great talking to you. All right. Well, help. hope everybody got something out of this. I mean, I did. I will have a blast talking to folks and um, we will see you uh, again next time. Remember, hiremyva.com. Dave, another great job on that interview, dude. <laughs> Boy, it's, I'm just blown away at how much, uh, how many tidbits we're getting uh, from, from these little interviews uh, that we're doing. And one of the things, it didn't surprise me listening to this thing after seeing or having Melanie participate in some of these weekly calls um, that we do. But one of the things that I really took away from this is really quite powerful because, you know, one of the tools that we encourage members to do is this three column exercise to identify everything you're doing and the things that you love and things that you're great at or yeah. great at than things that you love. And what I found really interesting is that Melanie was saying there are some things that she's really great at that she loves doing that became a time suck. And that sometimes you get so seduced by that yeah. stuff. And then on top of that, when you're a perfectionist, you start neglecting some very, some other very important, urgent things and almost neglecting clients sometimes when all you do is focus on that. Right. Yeah. So it's just a great reminder from, for me about, I try not to use the word balance very often because balance really isn't reality in the entrepreneurial world, but boundaries. Right. And so that she yeah. had to set up boundaries with her VAs by hiring somebody who was really good at the design element so that she didn't focus on that as much because otherwise she couldn't run her own business. Yeah. So that was a really powerful point. Yeah. So it's, and it's, so what's and, and related to that, what's also interesting too, is that she didn't realize that yeah. until she got to the point where she was hiring somebody yes. and, and finding, oh my gosh. This, so it's, it's just like the entrepreneurial world is hiring people is you have to try things. You have to jump in because you, you, you just don't know what's going to happen until you jump in and do something. Right. Well, this is where, you know, we talk about the difference between um, teaching and having awakenings. That's what yeah. this was for her. It was an awakening. Oh my gosh, look what's happening to my time. It's being multiplied now. <laughs> yeah. This course, this program is about finding freedom. <laughs> yeah. Right. And this is a great revelation, a great awakening about how to get more freedom. It's yeah. to stop doing stuff. Let somebody else do stuff. Yeah. Even if you're great at it, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's good. She had a, she had a cool quote. It says, because she was having some issues with clients and yeah. and all um, asking her to do stuff at all areas of the, all, at all times of the night. Yeah. And she said, she'd tell her clients, your lack of planning is not my emergency. That's right. I've heard that before. <laughs> it's a good one. And we yeah. have to train our clients how to treat us. Mm -hmm. Yes. Really I, I need to improve on that too. Listening to her um, talk about that. Uh, it's like, oh my gosh, I, I, I need to do that. Um, and she, of course, as we were alluded to at the beginning of it, she talked about the free tools that she uses. She uses Trello, Slack, Loom, and Zoom for yeah. um, a lot of her free, um, a lot of her training, recording processes, and, ever, and everything. Yeah. So you can do this without spending a, a boatload of money. Yeah. Um, but the thing is that really caught my eye. One of the things that really, not caught my eye, caught my ear, I guess. Mm -hmm. <laughs> One of the things that really caught my ear is that so she had a VA when COVID hit yeah. and a lot of her clients, she's kind of called the church lady. Um, and a lot of her clients are churches and small churches. Yeah. And so when COVID hit and they had to shut down and not have in-person services and had to go online, um, everybody was scrambling and say, Oh, how do I do this? What right. do I do? Can you do right. something for me? And because she had a VA, 
she was able to service her clients and actually respond to emergencies. Yeah. Now, um, she could only get so much done by herself. You know, she could you know work about off 80 hours a week or whatever, yeah. but having a VA allowed her to double herself and to really serve her clients in a time that really truly was an emergency. Well, I think you get, we get to the point when we have um, VAs that are, uh, how, how do I phrase this? When actually filling gaps in our the skill set that's required to run our businesses, it's not just doubling our time and energy. It becomes exponential. Yeah, it does at yes. some point, you know. Yeah. And that's where I think that uh, some of these, some of the folks that are going through the program now are realizing, oh my gosh, I need to change my business structure because my growth is outpacing what my expectations mm-hmm. were. Yeah, it's a good problem to have, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's a great problem, yeah. you know. And one of the things that I just thought of, of now, as you were talking too, is that, you know, so often we say, okay, you know, uh, uh, we hire a VA, they're a team member and they have a regular hours and all that, but yeah. there's no reason why um, on occasion you can't ask them to put in the extra time sure, and to work on a weekend or whatever, sure. if you need it for a particular client or an emergency. Sure. Now, of course, you've got to say, well, how are you going to Uh, compensate for them. You may give them some extra vacation or um, extra pay, however you want to do it. But remember now you've got that flexibility um, when you have some team members and you hire the right people, like how we teach and talk about motivation, integrity, and capacity, right? You will have people that will be willing to help on occasion. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. That's great. Yep. Um, And then of course, um, one of the big things that she said, and that's really common with people who actually finally pull the switch and get somebody to help them. Um, she says, she said, don't wait, don't wait to hire somebody. She said she put it off for a a while. I bugged her to do it and she finally did. And it it changed her life. So folks, you're listening to this. Don't wait (laughs) to hire a team member. Do it ASAP. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you purchase this program, you join the tribe because you want more freedom. That's yes. the way to do this. The way to do it. Yeah. Cool. Okay. All right. Well, I hope you, anything else, sir? No, this is really good. Thank you. All right. Thanks well, thanks again, Melanie, for um, being on. And I want to thank you all for listening to us. Because remember, building a team is the way to reclaim your freedom. We are here to help you. That's why we're doing this, folks. Um, to help folks. Um, Three things we'd love for you to do, and we really would appreciate it if you do it. You'd have our undying uh, gratitude. (laughs) So number one, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already done so. And number two, give us a rating, hopefully five star. And then number three, go to hiremyva.com for more information on our course and community and all of our product offerings. Because remember, even without experience, just like Melanie, you'll learn how to prepare for, hire, and thrive with virtual assistants. Larry and I have helped a lot of folks and we're continuing to help folks in our community. Now we want to help you too. So just go to hiremyva.com for more information. Yep. Hey folks. So glad that you're on here. Community is so important, but really do yourself a favor, do the world a favor, do the community a favor, go do something significant today. All right, folks, go get them. All right. Take care. See ya.